Hello and welcome to FitLife Radio, the place where you can learn a little bit more about how your body works and find new ways to improve your health. I'm your host Petyu and I hope to provide you with as much valuable information and inspire you to become a better version of yourself. elixir of life water wait what's going on guys welcome to another episode of fit life radio the place where you learn a lot about yourself the place where we talk about so many different things mostly fitness and health related and today is another one of course today it's a great day because today uh, we are recording and we are talking about a very very sensitive subject that in my opinion, it, it has to be addressed. It's, it's very, very important for people to understand um, the negative effects of it and uh, positive as well and how to actually use it as, as a tool rather than, uh, you know, something very dangerous. Um, with, like, there is a great risk uh, that I'm going to offend some people um, but not by challenging the beliefs but more by uh, expressing my concerns in regards of this health danger um, so I'm gonna try to be very cautious and very careful how I, how I uh, communicate this and I'm gonna try my best to explain what I really mean by this uh, my 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 goal here is not shaming anyone. My goal here is not to, um, you know, offend people. Uh, my goal is to raise awareness about a potential issue that this subject can can bring. And um, I hope to impact some people from it. Uh, today we are going to talk about the very negative and dark side of body positivity movement. The fact that um accepting um you know the fact that you are morbidly obese is very very dangerous and that is a movement called body positivity it started long time ago not that long actually but it started uh, back in 1850 and um it started as a great movement, but it evolved into something quite dangerous. Uh, and this is what I want to talk about today. So let's see what's going to happen. <laughs> um, before I dive deep into this issue, uh, I want to start by um, talking a little bit more about what is body positivity and how it started and a little bit more uh, the history of it um, aiming to actually prove my point that it started as a great movement but it evolved into something very bad and dangerous and dysfunctional so I'm going to refer to a blog that I wrote um, like a year ago uh, so uh, apologies if um, some uh, sometimes I sound like I'm reading it but I just uh, I need to refer to some facts that are listed in that blog and uh, obviously I'm just a human and I cannot remember all of them so um, yep let's, let's get started um, 
Body positivity started back in the 1850s, like I said, and the first started with the first wave of feminism, actually. Um, there was a movement called Victorian Dress Reform Movement. Uh, it aimed to put an end to women having to wear tight corsets in order to modify their waist, so it fits the social standards. Um, now, as we all know, um, women have been used as a tool uh, that fits male beauty standards and um, well at some point they had to modify their waist because um, there was a belief that the tinier the waist the more beautiful the woman is so those women had to wear corsets not just like once uh, for an event but they wore it like pretty much all the time in order to actually modify the way their body um, appear uh, and as we know like this is very very dangerous when it comes to health uh, like leave the fact I mean it's it's a pretty big deal but like just leave the fact that it's just so bad that women are used as a tool but like they have they had to also uh, compromise their health in order to reach those standards so um, corsets are very very bad corsets are um, you know they shape the body differently uh, and from a physiological standpoint they also um, lead to a lot of dysfunction in terms of posture and muscle activation uh, as you know the core muscle uh, muscles are basically the weight lifting belt of the body and it has to the core has to naturally fire and uh, like support and like be the connection between the upper and lower body and the longer we have the corset which acts like uh, like a support we learn to not be able to use the core sufficiently and uh, as we as it's supposed to be used for so uh, it it brought a lot of dysfunction in terms of health to women and this is how the movement started uh, which is absolutely great I admire it like I said women are not a tool that has to fit some male beauty standards and uh, like especially when there is a health risk because uh, you know I mean if you want to have like makeup or something uh, that doesn't really um, you know impact your health somehow I would say it's not necessarily but I can get behind it but having to actually change uh, the way your body appears with external stuff like corsets and you know really uh, impacting your health it's 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 really bad and it shouldn't be it shouldn't be this way so this is how it started and it started absolutely great then um, the movement evolved to the creation of the National Association to Advance Fat Acceptance in 1966. Uh, it aimed to change the discrimination based on body weight. Uh, its goal was also to raise the awareness of distinguishing the body fat and the unhealthy obese, claiming that health is better determined by clinical measurements excuse me, health is better determined by uh, clinical measurements rather than physical appearance. Again, absolutely true. Um, now, 
we are going to dive a little bit deep in that uh, uh, more later on but um, you can absolutely um, like you can have some fats uh, but be absolutely healthy and uh, on the opposite like you can look extremely fit and healthy and ripped but you can you know you can be extremely unhealthy and have a lot of dysfunctional relationships with food and exercises so uh, there's so many unhealthy fit people uh, that we know especially like the bodybuilding community um, and that is not health so it's absolutely great that this movement evolved to something like this now on the other hand uh, clinical measurements sometimes are often kind of like misleading or misunderstood because um, well we can have multiple medical drugs that are changing symptoms or like um, you know curing some not not curing but actually you know treating some symptoms that we have and then our uh, clinical measurements could be absolutely great uh, so I don't think that's very healthy position like if you have to take any sort of medication in order to maintain your health or vitality that's not uh, health at all so it it can be a little bit misleading but in in general um, you know having a little bit of fats in your body is not going to uh, change your health I mean uh, like any extremes are going to change the health and this is the main focus of today's blog that um, you know it's not the fact that we shame uh, you know we, we fat shame it's the fact that uh, we accept being morbidly obese and we consider it as something very normal where is like the reality is that it's very dangerous uh, and on the other hand like we accept being extremely fit and ripped uh, and we think that this is health but in reality uh, this is related to a lot of uh, like I said dysfunctions and uh, you know health issues as well so these are the two extremes that this movement kind of like aim to bring into the middle and uh, combine and you know bring the two extremes basically uh, and find the, the find the balance which I believe is the best thing to do um, anyway later on that movement uh, evolved to the second wave aiming to make places for people of all sizes where they can be comfortably gathering and exercising um, home workouts and specialized programs called yoga for rounded bodies were made for those who are not very comfortable joining like gym or wellness classes and stuff um, and that's absolutely great uh, but at the same time there's some negatives to it like I do think it's 100% yes because people should be able to exercise and we should aim to provide them with any sort of knowledge and comfort so they can actually exercise a lot of people are not very comfortable joining the gym because um, they believe that um, you know they're gonna be judged or 
um, you know, they're gonna be laughed at, and um, I mean, this shouldn't stop them from exercising. Like, we should be able to provide, like I said, people with with whatever we can to make them exercise. Like, you know, if if uh, as a personal trainer, um, as a personal trainer, my goal is to make you exercise uh, and have a a very functional and healthy relationship with movement and food and if that cannot happen in the gym or in the gym is not the place for you uh, you should be able or me as a personal trainer I should be able to provide you with enough knowledge and um, resources so you can do it at home um, so it's great but on the other hand um, it's no because I believe that getting comfortable to to train in front of other people is the first step of actually accepting body appearance. Um, it's funny, but a lot of people are. I mean, we are all driven driven by insecurities, and um, I kind of fall into this category. Like I was, I was pretty fat, and uh, I was ashamed. To go to the gym and start training in front of people because I thought that gym is the place for fit and healthy people and I'm the opposite of that so I thought that me being unhealthy and fat going to the gym is going to make it even worse and I'm going to be very intimidated but in fact what I learned uh, from my own experience and also like later on training client is that that's really not true and that's the opposite like first of all nobody in the gym cares about what you do and how you look like and how are you how you're dressed i mean unless you're like naked or have some sort of weird outfit of course like you know if you if you stand out looking like uh you know dressed like a clown and work out obviously you're gonna gather some attention but my point is that like Everybody is minding their own business in the gym. They're there for an hour, not for five hours uh, to look at people. So nobody really cares how you look and why you are there. Um, and on the other hand, like actually those people that look fit and, and healthy and, you know, they've been training for a long time. Those are the people that have been through some sort of change themselves, whether whether it's like losing weight and or, or like, um, you know, building muscles or improving performance or just for health reasons. And those are the actual people that are more willing to help you not make the same mistakes that they did. So if you are ever approached by uh, what's called fit person uh, in the gym, that person 100% is going to try somehow to help you and prevent you from making mistakes that 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 person did um, because they can relate they can relate 100% to you like um, and that's that's important like it's important for us to accept that we are in the gym because we want to change and it's important for us to you know to be positive about it and uh, you know it's important to realize that this is the place to also get uh, get advices, uh, be become motivated, uh, you know, learn how to do it the, the right way or learn from the mistake of others and or also make friends, also find support because there are other people that want to change the way they they look or or their health. So it's 
you know, it's yes and no. So I'm kind of like behind this idea of really helping people finding their own way of exercising. But at the same time, I'm also not very keen to this idea of like bringing everything away from the gym and putting it at home uh, because like this is this is how we accept ourselves and we we aim to change so yeah this is pretty much it with the second wave and then the final stage of the movement we know today happened with the launch of social media and not only social media but like um magazines or uh publications or uh you know different kind of like uh you know articles or whatever and uh like i mean the movement then changed to unrealistic and this is this is where I actually started to be a bit more dysfunctional uh, fashion agencies, Instagram models, uh, magazines, publications, they started advertising oversized clothes um, and they started um, really showing that, you know, being overweight is totally fine, it's totally healthy, it's very uh, attractive and, uh, you know, we shouldn't aim to change, we should accept the way we we are and that is again totally fine that is how it should be like i mean there are different preferences they are like i said health has nothing to do with appearance um so being a little bit uh you know i don't know like maybe slightly overweight or having a bit of fats or like you know uh, not having the greatest um magazine cover body it doesn't mean that you are unhealthy but at the same time those magazines and those publications they kind of like used the fact that there were so many people in fact uh recently i think i read that 40 percent of americans are um, considered obese not overweight but obese which means that there is a huge um chunk of people that are going to read those magazines and like decide that this is the right thing to do this is how we should be and like again there is nothing wrong with accepting your body and there is nothing wrong with following uh you know your own standards but this type of advertisements i would say was more about making money because uh, like it's a market it's a market and it's great when you target specific audience when you target specific uh, type of people like if you want to sell oversized clothes and you are the only one uh in the area like obviously you're going to make a lot of money if you target people and tell them like this is 100 percent uh good for you you should accept yourself it's totally fine it's totally good for you to be overweight and obese so here you go like i have clothes for you um on the other hand those magazines they know that uh, i mean a lot of those publications or magazines they make money from simply viewers and they do know that if they get a lot of those overweight people to look at those magazines, uh, they are going to get a lot of 
views um, because it's like providing comfort to certain extent is great, but providing comfort to uh, like, you know, if you feel sick and unhealthy and um, you want somehow to change, but I come and say, no, it's totally fine to be he uh, uh, sick and unhealthy. It's totally fine to be uh, dysfunctional. Uh, like I'm going to provide you comfort and I'm going to change your mind from wanting to like uh, do something about it. And I'm going to make sure that, you know, you don't, uh, you don't change, you know, I'm going to provide you with comfort because this is what a lot of people are also looking for. And this is what a lot of people are, you know, like, of course, if I know that smoking is bad, I would want to somehow stop smoking. But as soon as I read an article saying, oh, well, it's actually fine. It's totally fine to smoke. I'm going to be provided with the comfort and I'm going to change my mind and be like, well, you know, maybe it's not too bad to smoke. So I should continue smoking. It's pretty much the same, you know. Um, also, uh, what's great, not so great, but like a lot, like I think it's important to understand that a lot of those magazines, they just because they make money from viewers or from clicks or you know, from advertisements, uh, the more shares and comments and uh, eyes they get on on their stuff, the better. So, uh, like, they those type of publications saying that, uh, oh, you know, like, being extremely overweight is totally fine and oversized is uh, totally great. Like, this is going to um, kind of, like, well, target also um, that kind of population that is very against it, like the fitness industry or uh, the fitness fanatics, which are going to get fired up and attack back. And this is just going to create more profit for for something like it's not that those like magazines really care about the message they have. It's more that they understand how to make more views by um, attacking and, uh, you know, touching sensitive subjects like that. So I think it's important to understand it. And I think uh, it's important to, you know, to really distinguish what is health and what is not health, because it's absolutely the same when a fitness model shows their abs and how ripped they are. Uh, it's like, it looks healthy, it looks nice, but you don't know how dysfunctional they are. You don't know how many drugs they had to take. You don't know how much sacrifices they they did and how uh, poor relationship with food they have. So it's totally the same. Now, speaking, like bringing back this, uh, you know, the, the final stage of the movement. In fact, in the, like a funny thing is that in 2016, a company uh, released a Barbie doll with three different body shapes, seven skin colors, 22 eye colors, and 24 hairstyles, which it's it's very, it's kind of great to be honest, because uh, we should provide like kids with uh, toys that are not, that are kind of biased, that are not, uh, you know, creating any sort of stereotypes. So um, like, it's important to connect. And I think this is the biggest advantage of body positivity. And this is the true uh, healthy message about body positivity movement is that body positivity should aim to connect people with different like skin colors or body shapes or everything like uh, 
first of all, we should stop shaming uh, people and we should stop, um, you know, discriminating. Like, there, there shouldn't be a standard for uh, appearance. Like, it doesn't matter of your skin color, of your hairstyle, of your eye color, or your body shape. Like, you are human and you are all the same. So, regardless of all those variances, uh, you need four things in order to stay alive and to thrive. And this is, these are uh, like air that you need to breathe, uh, water to drink, place to live, like earth or, you know, like a ground or somewhere because like you can't live in an ocean, right? And also you need the sun. Like every single person living in this planet needs those four things four basic needs to be met and this is what this is the proof that we are all the same regardless of your color regardless of your eyes regardless of your hair or like whether you are, are uh, skinny or uh, overweight it's the same thing you are you are human you are people and that's it those four requirements are are all the same for everyone period that's it uh so i'm huge advocate of this as uh because like if this is the true message that body positivity shows uh like we should all subscribe to this because like i said there shouldn't be any standards like for physical appearance that we should follow uh, so, you know, as humans, we should support each other and we should uh, try to improve from within. In other words, like, it doesn't matter if you are, like, it doesn't matter of the skin of your color. If you are unhealthy, you're un unhealthy. You can be unhealthy if you are overweight and you can be unhealthy if you are underweight. You can be unhealthy if you, uh, you know, use food as a drug or an escape and you can be unhealthy if you um, restrict and demonize food as well so like again we should first like we should be able to get together and uh, really like fix a lot of issues that we have uh, regardless of the way we look and then we can also help each other maybe you know change the way we look if we really want to do so so healthy and capable body for me has way more value than the good looking body and uh, not to mention also that everybody has different perception of a good looking body like some people prefer you know i mean there are so a lot of different preferences you know like if i like my body to to look muscular uh, you know, maybe some other person don't, you know, so that's absolutely fine. And, you know, we shouldn't set standard, like I said, for the way we should, we should like, uh, we should see, so we should uh, look each other, or we should look. So, um, like, the thing that I don't like in the fitness industry, and actually here probably is the, the right time to talk about uh, why I actually started to uh, like to to raise awareness for this issue is that um, like 
the fitness industry is as guilty as the people who are trying to make um, being morbidly obese absolutely fine. Uh, what I mean by this? So, like, recently the fitness industry is been kind of setting standards of fit and, and healthy and sexy body. Um, you know, stating the no pain, no gain approach where the body appearance is more valued than the health. Um, in other words, like there are so many, uh, you know, especially the bodybuilding community that they should be a representation of health. Uh, in fact, these are the people with the most dysfunctional bodies, the most dysfunctional relationship with foods and exercises. Um, so they might look fit and they might look what like, you know, so-called health healthy, but in fact, they are really not. And they're really, uh, the people that we shouldn't really look up for, like they just have extreme, um, uh, like motivation, extreme, um, you know, willpower and they can sacrifice a lot. And this is what makes them, uh, look like like that but that doesn't mean that this is helped and like this is this is why um i wanted to stress this out uh and this is why i think is the first uh dark side or one of the dark sides or one of the negative uh you know sides of body positivity movement is that we are slowly like I mean, the fitness industry is very, very guilty of that because we have started to fat shame people. We have started to set standards what's healthy, what's sexy, what is good looking. And therefore, if we see someone who is a bit overweight, we are somehow starting to shame those people and to, to point at and, uh, you know, try to change them as much as possible. And obviously people feel intimidated and this is like one spectrum. This is one extreme. Uh, and this is, this is why, in my opinion, body positivity movement has evolved to the other extreme, which is no, in fact, being overweight, being uh, obese, it's totally fine. It's totally healthy. You should, uh, you know, you shouldn't hate your body and uh, work out like you shouldn't hate your body and therefore work out because you hate your body. You shouldn't, you should accept the way you, you look and you should uh, love your body the way it is. That's great, but I don't think we should, uh, and even though it's a great motivation and we're going to talk about motivation in a bit, I just want to mention that um, it's important to think of it as uh, like, I don't go to the gym because I hate my body. I go to the gym because I love my body and I want to provide it with as much valuable uh, stuff in order to thrive. So um, I know it's hard and a lot of people are actually starting to to get to the gym and to eat healthy because they want to change the way they look and because they hate their body. But the true definition of health lies somewhere in the middle. Uh, like... Like I said, you know, shaming like people that are not going to the gym and setting standards for uh, sexy bodies is not correct and it's not healthy. But the other end uh, and the other extreme of like, you know, um, like accepting 
being obese and uh, you know accepting the way you look and not wanting to change is as unhealthy and as dangerous as as the other ones so i really don't understand why and i hope at some point i see people finding somehow the balance and the middle ground be between those two um and and this is health i think this is this is really going to uh, come through pursuing health rather than pursuing appearance because uh, like again like pursuing appearance is just going to bring you to either of those extremes you know either like hating your body to a point where you do extreme stuff in order to make yourself look like the standards for sexy or um you know, finding comfort and accepting and starting to love being unhealthy and, you know, not wanting to change at all. So, um, like, I just, it just like any other global movement, guys, like body positivity has its dark sides and really this was one of them. Uh, and uh, this is what I really want to stress in this blog. But... Now I'm going to start talking about the second, um, I kind of mention it, but I want to address the second problem that comes with body positivity. And this is uh, about motivation. Now, in order for me to prove my point, I'm going to start from a little bit, um, like a little bit far, but you will see what I mean. So like what motivates people to change to exercise and to eat healthy like think about like if you are someone that at some point wanted to change your real life um, think about what motivated you to do so um, to, to start exercising to eating correctly to getting more educated about food and you know nutrition and stuff like that um, like in my opinion and in my experience also uh, there are three types of motivation or three uh, goals, more common goals, should I say. Um, the first one is the motivation by health. So you want to feel better, you want to like move pain-free, you want to have better sleep, more energy, no digestion issues. So you decide to change your lifestyle by adjusting your diet and introducing exercises. Um, you know, you decide to, to do something about it. You decide to learn uh, and get more uh, knowledge about how to get healthier than you are now. And your motivation is simply to feel better, to uh, have better quality of life, which is great. And that, uh, you know, that leads to, um, to a new lifestyle to a new changes that are becoming habits and um, like you you just get healthier like health is the driver for your changes that's the first type of motivation um, <clears throat> the second uh, one is performance people that want to lift heavy they want to run jump swim faster uh, people care about performance or performing at their max that motivates them to, to to train basically uh to to push to evolve their body to make like make changes when it comes to performance like they adjust their food they they find way to 
to train. Uh, they uh, they're really dialed about um, you know nutrition and um, you know exercises, uh, and they just like they they want to perform in a certain way. And this is a pretty good motivator for changing uh, of a lot of aspects, you know. And that's also also great. Like that's another um factor and that's another way of motivation which is great now the third um the third motivator is body image and this is why i wanted to you know this is like here is the point that i kind of want to to prove like uh the body image issues are very very present in a lot of people um and these are people that have hated the way they look those people change their diet start to exercise or move and just like they do it because there is no other way to look better um no matter if they are like overweight or skinny uh the goal is to change the way they look uh and this is not too bad and it's still some sort of start because they their goals can their like change later on you know uh like this is how i started uh like i started because i hate my body i started to push a lot uh yes that led me to a lot of dysfunctions which i'm trying to battle right now um but i did change my focus from um you know like having six packs and looking you know the way i want or i'm supposed to to looking just looking healthy and being healthy and uh like then trying to perform better and like you know now i care about how i perform i care about uh you know whether i'm healthy or not whether i have pain or not whether i can be you know a great uh, example for someone when it comes to health and like i mean appearance actually comes as a you know side effect from it now the the thing is like people that have some sort of sport background are very easily motivated and for them having six pack or or more muscles doesn't really matter um because they just want to perform perform well um it's it's often that those people oh, like they just look better because they prioritize the active lifestyle more than the sedentary one um but you know and and uh, it, it also happens with health as well because we if we pursue health like i i said that many times i'm gonna say it again like if we pursue health oftentimes the like the way we look uh, uh or like you know appearance comes as a side effect and that's great because we get you know two things at the same time rather than if we just focus on appearance oftentimes like we sacrifice health or performance so yeah but the point that i really wanted to make here guys is um that body positivity could be a uh, a great um, like a great way to escape from all those motivations or demotivator and what i mean by this like you know let's i mean let's say that um you know imagine a person who is 30 years old and they're very sedentary they do not care about performing they do not care about health that much because they are 
told that they are pretty healthy or they feel healthy or at least uh you know they're not aware of the problems that they they might have you know like they take some medications because the doctor said like yeah you're healthy but take these medications and yeah taking those medications shows that your vitals are getting better so you're perfectly fine you know don't change food don't exercise don't move just like you know with medication is all good uh, so like those people are more probable to be motivated by looking at their body image and wanting to change from there because like i said they don't care about the first two motivators they care about the third which is the way they look uh, and here is the potential issue that i see with uh, body positivity it's like Imagine the scenario uh, where the person who does not care about health and performance decides to change his life in order to change their body positivity. That person starts to look for information in internet, how to exercise, how to eat better, uh, which food should that person uh, try to avoid, uh, you know, should that person try to sleep better in order to have more energy the next day how to prioritize you know moving or finding an activity that they like and stuff like that and like sooner or later that person finds out about the body positivity movement but they don't find um like the message that says hey um, don't be dogmatic love your body and make sure it's healthy regardless of its look um in other in other way in other words like uh you know love your body and get healthier uh they they find a message saying love your body and don't care about anything else uh, so that person sees the message of an obese and unhealthy looking person that says hey being very obese is very totally okay you should love your body what is associated with a person that is very obese also usually not exercising and not healthy eating right because you know this is what normally brings us to being obese and uh like changing that changing the way we eat and changing like the way we move or starting to move is already a stressor or already something uncomfortable so by us looking at someone who is obese and he says this is totally fine this is totally okay you should love your body we said well in fact it's stressful for me it's hard for me to start changing and working out and you know moving and eating right um you know i'm gonna continue the same way and oftentimes that same way is not moving at all eating potato chips and uh look like watching netflix so um like what happens is that like our subject our 30 years old person um they that one they wanted to change their look but now they think that this doesn't really matter because uh they should be positive about how they appear so uh, what we did now is we eliminated the only option we had to change uh, but we advocate even more the same unhealthy sedentary lifestyle so um, the it like the problem for me is that the movement itself it's not the movement itself it's the message of it you know it's the way we uh perceive that message you know like 
yes, it's not okay to want to change yourself because you hate yourself and you should 100% love your body, but it's it's very dysfunctional if you just accept that and said, okay, well, I'm not going to change and I'm just going to continue eating bad, you know? So, uh, like, what I try to say here is that, like, the problem I see the, the problem I see with the body positivity movement is that it eliminates the only uh, possible option for someone to start getting healthy. Because I told you guys, like, this is how I started. Like, if I didn't have body image issues, uh, if I was, uh, like, I was very fat and uh, insecure about it. But if I wasn't insecure about it, if I was very okay being fat, if I was very happy, like, uh, you know, with the way I looked, I would have never tried to go to the gym and, like, looking at food and starting to, you know, eat a bit better. And yes, I might have not, uh, you know, maybe injured myself or overtrained or whatever, but I wouldn't have switched from appearance to health because like i would have just thought that it's totally fine for me to look unhealthy and to not unhealthy but to look uh, you know to be obese so i wouldn't even try so my only motivation was not performance or health my motivation was appearance like my only goal was to change the way i look and after that after years of trying to change the way i look i realized that there is much more to it and I started looking at health and performance because I started to enjoy that process I started to enjoy the process of changing but like if I was educated to love my body the way it is uh, I wouldn't have tried to get myself uh, you know eating better or like exercising and working out so uh, who knows where I would have been right now you know maybe I would have been better maybe I would have find someone like myself you know someone like from fit life radio saying hey health is quite important let's try to find a way to be healthy you know maybe and I like I really uh, you know that would have been great but maybe I wouldn't have cared about any of those maybe I would have just you know continue loving my uh, obese body and continue going to doctors and uh, like you know just loving the way I am you know so like I'm not saying that having fats is bad thing I'm just saying that having too much fats is a bad thing you know like having extra 10 kilos of fat is not bad having 50 kilos of extra fat is bad, you know. Um, I'm not saying that body positivity is, like, good and we should push it, but I think we should just find the right message and push it, you know. Like, I think we should more focus on, uh, rather than focusing on perfect-looking bodies, we should focus on healthy-looking bodies because... um, like it's very true like i said and i 100 percent stand behind the message that it doesn't matter how we look as long as we are healthy but that is often misunderstood now it doesn't matter if we have a bit of fats as long as we just 
perform well like what what's health health is being independent health is like having good relationship with food um you know not uh you know not being dysfunctional with it you know health is you know making sure that we get our building blocks from food and are able to to thrive health is being able to move without uh, having pains all the time and being able to just perform daily tasks health is you know being happy and being able to enjoy movement as well um, he- health is not having to rely on medications and or drugs to uh, you know support our vital functions or you know our normal way of living you know this is health for me and that can be achieved when you are super skinny that can be achieved when you are you know like a bit overweight as well as long as you feel great in your skin and and you are healthy that's that's what matters you know but the problem is when we start to shame fats or when we start to 100% accept that fats are okay um like again finding the balance finding the like that that middle ground finding like true health for me is one of the most important things which can also lead us to being able to you know manipulate the way we look because there is nothing wrong with wanting to look better but if we compromise health like there is we failed somehow you know like there is nothing wrong with wanting to have six packs but if we if that means we should um you know take steroids or uh, you know count the grains of rice and never go out and enjoy like dinner with our friends or family we failed you know like we're miserable on the, on the other hand like if we um accept feeling you know if we accept uh, you know being obese and uh, you know we love our body being obese and we don't care that we are obese but that means that you know we have to you know we cannot enjoy physical activities it means that we uh, have very bad relationship with food we use food as a drug or um, you know we have some other health issues and we have pains and uh, you know we have to run to doctors uh, and we have poor digestions and and stuff like that and we having to take drugs then we also failed you know that's also dysfunctional and it's not healthy so um i know we cannot eliminate body image issues but we can like by teaching body positivity the right way i believe we can build better relationship with ourselves and like better training and eating relationships are going to work for us better you know like it's just i know i i say the word better 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 all the time but like like getting better means getting healthier getting you know like changing from within like the initially the body positivity movement guys was created to fight discrimination and unhealthy stereotypes uh, and in- equality issues right and like recently we witnessed that just like any other global movement there is a very dark side to this movement as well and it it's starting to become dangerous you know so again i cannot stress that enough shaming fats and 
striving or uh, you know pushing for uh, some sort of appearance standards is very unhealthy very bad and dysfunctional on the other side like taking the wrong message of body positivity movement uh, and accepting being fat and not wanting to change and and eat correctly and and train and just like move it's as unhealthy as dangerous as well so like again try to find the middle the middle ground try to find the you know the balance and i think this is just um like this is this is the way guys this is the way to be fit and to be healthy and this is what we want like we don't want to, we want to be like to to be healthy we want to be fit and we want to enjoy everyday life we don't want to care about like the way we look but not wanting to care about about the way we look sometimes can lead to even more issues so like those dark side they can be in like in long term very dangerous because by like by regulating what's normal and what's not we really risk to normalize the unhealthy lifestyle and like for me this is like starting to normalize the unhealthy lifestyle is the beginning of a very dysfunctional society and my my dream is to see healthy people functional society because healthy people can change the world healthy people can fix global issues and healthy people can just strive that's it oh that's it for today guys thank you so much for watching uh if you like the information i provide you um try and you know go to my website fitlifeblueprints.com there is a blog that i wrote uh like i mentioned on this subject there's many more blogs that i wrote as well so you might be interested of checking them out as well uh you can also benefit from some free resources as well uh if you want to you know have some help changing the way you look or the way you uh, perform or maybe if you just want to change your health there's a lot of resources to do that so um, and that's it you can uh, find me also in instagram uh, fitlife blueprints underscore pk you can also find me in facebook fitlife blueprints um, yeah that's a page in facebook that you can check out uh i'm not a very huge social media person but i do try to post regularly some uh cool information or um you know something that might help you or something that i believe it could help people get healthier so that's the whole point one more time thank you so much for uh spending your time with me and uh i will see you next time bye Thank you for tuning to FitLife Radio. I hope you learned something useful or at least had a bit of color to your commute. If you enjoyed the show, please share the love by introducing it to friends and family. And if you don't mind, please leave a review on your favorite podcasting app. Thank you for your support and until next time, stay fit.